Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 11 of Beer and Other Shit Podcast Adjunct Series Quarantine Edition. I am joined once again by my gorgeous partner in everything, Tiffany Alexis. Hello, hey, everybody. Boo. So happy to be here. Hey, it's great. Uh, this evening, we are, as I was just saying, on the live for those who are tuning in on the audio. We are out here on the balcony. You might be able to hear a bit more. Uh, nature noises and stuff. There's probably there's always like sirens and people on we have a very active motorbikes. neighborhood. Yeah, it's pretty lit out here, um, but it's great. You guys can't see it, but I'm staring over you. I'm looking directly at the Montreal Olympic Stadium. I'm looking at the St. Lawrence River. I don't know if that looks, it looks like some sort of waterfall thing over there. Well, see, like it's not smoke. I don't think it's smoke, but it looks like water mist. But maybe it's not. You know what I'm saying? See that? Maybe it's smoke. Oh yeah. I think it's one. Oh, I can see Laurent. I can see uh, Mont Saint Hilaire, uh, either Rougemont or I think uh, Saint Bruno over there. I got the Jacques Cartier Bridge, which glows like a rainbow at night. Um, a bit of downtown, some park action. Man's are out here. See, there's that fucking. Uh, there's that. It keeps it exciting. You know. So um, we're gonna talk about a bunch of different stuff this evening. As you can tell, we are guest free right now, and we're gonna stay that way. We thought we'd uh, switch it up for a bit. Try Every something different. Nice and then it's nice to do a solo, right? Yeah, um, I always, you know, when it was Scott and I, I always enjoyed that because it was uh, when you're interviewing someone, it's it's great because you have to find out about somebody, but it's sort of more like you got to be on a bit more. Whereas this, you can like you still got to be on, but you can kind of like just shoot the shit, and it's you know more casual. I kind of enjoy these uh, these podcasts. So this evening, so it's just after eight. At 6.30 p.m., Nickelbrook had their latest uh, a night with Nickelbrook, an event they called Wobbly Pops. I actually don't know why. Uh, I missed the very beginning of it. Because uh, Tiffany was on a live with Chastity. Um... That's you, right? That's that funny. is me, yeah. yeah. How'd you know? Ozzy Brewhead. Ozzy Brewhead, yeah. I got my red yeah. Don't be putting me on blast. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's actually not red it. So, like, you got it wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm on Reddit sometimes. People just, like, Reddit's a whole other thing. Reddit's a whole other world that we're not going to talk about. No. So you were just on live on Liquor at Liquor, which is a huge thing. I got Crazy. 240k followers yeah. on uh, on Instagram yeah. with Chastity from, what was her uh, Chastity account? Cooper. Cooper, that's what mm-hmm. it was. Um, and they interviewed Tiff for Liquid X Happiness, uh, at Liquid X Happiness. Go follow her. Um, basically, it's Tiff's wine, coffee, spirits, and craft beer account. It is. Um, you know, on top of being the producer of BOS, Tiff runs liquid happiness um and that's we basically pair liquid happiness with bos when we do the tourism uh trips and stuff like that because uh you know we cover all things liquid. yeah which i mentioned actually in the podcast that's why it's yes. cool because or sorry not the podcast in the live i just think it's cool and i love that we have the two because then we get to travel places and then kind of get the craft beer experience but then always in the itinerary they'll work in something that's wine friendly or distillery friendly we always get to have our third wave cafe that's why my name is liquid happiness because the liquids bring you happiness you know don't they? it's just straightforward don't they it's glorious it's beautiful so tiff did that now that finished just after 6 30 i was 6 to 6 30 ish and then i tuned into the nickelbrook event that we were promoting um and they basically ran through six beers they actually had seven 
Um, so we drank the cans with them, and there's a couple of bottles that we're going to crack during this podcast, mate, as well. So uh, basically, they are virtual guided tasting with their brewmaster and uh, another gentleman who helps out there. So that's actually the beer that Tiff is holding right now. We're going to start with called Naughty Neighbor. It's their American Pale Ale. Um, I like these events. You want to just pour them in the taster glass? Maybe we can pour them in the taster glass now, just because why the hell not? So this bad boy is one of their classic beers, um, but it is really cool when they uh, talk to, um, look at that, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they talk to the people and explain what they're drinking and what they're doing, I just think that's dope. I think it's like a nice way to, to rock. Um, Whenever you're ready, you can just pour that in your glass. Oh, so you're still finished. Because yeah. we drank some of them earlier. They gave us, uh, as a part of the pack this time, they had these little branded... These are like just flight glasses, which we don't have many of these. I really liked it. Um, yeah, they're very cute. So, yeah. yeah, we got them from the last round, right? All right, so I won't pull a full thing here. You can take and do some of this. Oh, thanks. You know what? I Craig like... is very much about equality. So, guys, what you don't see right now is Craig making sure that our uh, glasses match up perfectly. Little, yeah. It bothers kind. me uh, intensely kind. if things aren't equal. I have a brother... Notion, who you might know, he mixes. He's from <laughs> Ill Note Studios. He uh, mixes the podcast. He's, uh, he does a bunch of photos for us. He runs a photography company. He does audio engineering and stuff. And he, him and I, growing up, I was always like more just because I'm a little shit, you know. Like he's the younger, but like it was always like oh, he's got more than me. So I think it just came from that. And then it just I don't know. If we're all gonna have something, let's all have the same amount. I know it yeah. doesn't really make a difference. It's not that serious, but No, I can't you know, shake it's it. nice. It feels I like I think that's a good thing to have. Like yeah. a good thing to be obsessed with. Well first of all, cheers. cheers. Love you. Love cheers you. guys. So it's getting mushy on a podcast, sorry, I like you so my bad. Oh sorry. Yeah. So mate, you're alright, mate. You should, I'm alright. Right. Wow, wow, you call me mate? Wow. wow. <laughs> so don't get mushy. That's true. Oh, there you go. So this is Naughty Neighbor. This is one of their classic ones. I don't really have this beer very much. They changed the can, I think, because it was problematic prior to this. And so now it's a roller skating girl. Um, Pale What was it? Sorry? I think it was just like a pin-up kind of girl on it. And I think See, they got a bit of See, that's what I shit. thought. Because yeah. I looked at the can and I was like, I don't it's know. New. I don't feel like that used to be what it looked. Okay, that makes sense. It was a cute pin-up girl on yep. the side. So they got in trouble for that as and well. And if you want to even the... say cute, because you might get in trouble for saying cute. I'm a girl. I'm allowed to say other girls. That's true. cute. That's true. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, this is the second event. We did one with them, I guess it was, I heard them say two months ago. It doesn't feel like two months ago, but it was probably cold. And now it certainly isn't. So uh, I just like the concept of it. This time they had a food pairing and they gave you recipes where people could uh, actually create food items to pair with each one. So I, I quite enjoyed that. So we were doing other things. Our agency has been exceptionally busy these past couple of weeks. My like goodness. New client, yeah, Tiff that specifically. That is an understatement. Run off her feet. She's not sleeping that much. It's been kind of wild. Um, grateful though, some you know, some, some great things, some, like, beautiful, some really beautiful things happening. Do beautiful things, so I'm okay. With it. Yeah, so we have to go into that here because we're talking about beer. But yeah. basically, things have been crazy, so I didn't get to pay as much attention as I would have liked. Um, but it's really cool. I love that they keep doing it. I imagine they'll probably have more. Um, I guess as things open up, now that things are starting to open up, I know in Quebec. In the outside of Montreal, it was Monday just passed, and then this coming Monday, the 22nd, um, Montreal themselves are allowed to open. So restaurants and breweries with the restaurant That's going to be super stuff. interesting. What do you think? Like, Not what do you think it. is going to happen it's with too soon. Um, Okay, yeah. So that's because right now what's happening is that the states of several states rolled out before us, right? Yep. And in, in America, that they yeah. are seeing uh, uptick, the, the uptick. highest uh, numbers to date. I did hear that Tulsa, which is so funny because their president said. The president, um, the mayor, the governor. No, their president of the country. 
Oh, their president. Sorry, I'm sorry. Their okay. president is um, is uh, having a rally on, I think it's the 20th? It's tomorrow now, yeah. Yeah, um, because it was supposed to be Juneteenth. So today June is 19th, actually Juneteenth, and we're going to be talking about stuff so like that. Which is just so hilarious and ridiculous that he actually had the audacity to try to plan an event Pathetic. in the same place that was burned down. And anyway, that's a whole on the, uh, on the On the anniversary, anniversary of, of the emancipation. No, it's actually well, not. It's not the emancipation, well, technically. we can talk about it. Yeah. But uh, on such a significant day, mm. to try to host an event in a place that was burned down that by, was intentional. by white supremacists is just hilarious. hilarious uh, but so so indicative of who he is as a person. Uh, but what's interesting about this, he's doing the rally tomorrow. And in that rally, you sign a waiver that says that you are not held a block. Like they, you liable. cannot hold them liable. If you get COVID. If you get COVID <laughs> or if you get sick or die. Fuck. Which means they know that they shouldn't be hosting the rally. Right. And in addition to that, they also said that the cases are all under control. Things are done. They flattened the curve. And Tulsa last week had the highest amount of cases they ever had in a day on Saturday. Claimed and they're trying to... And they're saying that everything's cool. Wow. So... Okay. So it's then, an interesting world. That's so trash, man. Like, you know, all of this stuff is obviously intentional at this point. I mean, that's a whole other convo. But, um... Yeah, it's pretty messed up. It's definitely intentional. Like, you just want people to get sick or you don't care about their health. It's the only reason. Because just like, oh, I got 60,000. I got, there's going to be 90,000 people here. There's going to be 60,000 over there. It's all yeah. like, you know? So, yeah, it's yeah. super, super bad. It's bad. Um, so that's pretty fucking whack, but at least they push it to tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the end, we know that there is an uptick that happens when these restaurants and these businesses open. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, our craft breweries opening? Do Only we know if of they any? Has pop. anyone said that? Okay. So like say so uh, Brewski could. Brewski could. Okay. Um probably can't because they're a tap room and they might be considered a bar. Mm. Um you probably have like Judas CL, could Helm, Harakana, uh Bira, I think they serve food, um stuff like that. Interesting. I feel like they could I whether they will or not, say like Grain and Grit, they said in Hamilton, they said they're not going to. Yeah. Intentionally not going to because they wanted to, to be right. And they're being very cautious with this whole thing. Um so I I like that they're doing that. Yeah. I man, like we have be- we've been like very, very cautious. We've barely left our area. For the first time we had a social distancing kind of like hang out with a friend from afar. Yeah, and we're just kind of walking. And it took and us three and a half months to even do that. And that's like we were just walking apart in open air and stuff like that. Got like, a coffee and yeah. then went to a park and sat apart and stuff. Yeah. And like it was pretty normal. Like, oh, cool. Perhaps we got COVID. Who knows? <laughs> well, she's been pretty careful. She's so careful okay, too. Though, so, so we were not yeah. going to be doing that. Like even like brewers have wanted me to come by to get some beer and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, unless you can deliver them, I'm not going. Like I'm not, or I could walk there. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if I can to the places that are hitting me up, but it's something that I'm just, I don't feel comfortable yet. Yeah. Like, and particularly in Quebec, that's the main thing. If we were, say, in Australia, they had, I think, a thousand cases, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, nothing, like, just for nothing. the whole country. Which is crazy. We have 53,000 in Quebec alone, alone yeah. and it's double that in Canada, and yeah. then half that in Montreal. So, last I checked, it was 26. Okay. Okay. Now, that was different. That was probably a week or so ago. So and there changed. is, like, there is the factor that a lot of these cases are in, like, plus age, um, aged, aged homes. homes. Aged homes. Yeah, so, and I did see that graph. It was, like, 
significantly weighted in that like 70 or 80 percent with that so yeah but at the same token you can tell like i'm looking at a park right now it is eight o'clock on a friday or it's rammed at the same token they did change spaced out there's pretty spaced out and also you're allowed to before hang out they with were, to 10 friends now that's right? true yeah. that's true but before they did that people were doing that because we oh, looked yeah. at this every day you and i was a grumpy old fun. man yeah. like on my stories but if you follow craig on instagram you would see him like just yelling at young kids having a good time yeah. <laughs> like, what's all this fun over here stop it <laughs> i was not having the fun I was not about it no. so um yeah it's pretty interesting um so as far as that i think it's i think it's great they can get back to business i was speaking to a tourism office outside of montreal somewhere in quebec and they were telling me they get to open it was last week yeah and what they were doing they were doing things like it was like a small town and they said they blocked off all the car uh what do you call them car parking parks? lot no just like on the street car parks what do you what do you call them what if parking it's just spaces like, parking spaces okay like, yeah, yeah in the street we call it a car it's, it's a car park yeah yeah sure right? it's a car yeah. park that's not how we say it in canada that's why i have to double check i yeah. always forget it's like all these different languages like i'm your Can translator i'm your canadian, canadian Quebec, yeah. and then the australians a lot so they took those away and they were allowing businesses, they were sort of making the sidewalk and the parking spaces on the street to be the walking zones. Mm -hmm. And businesses could come out the front, say if you're a restaurant or something, you could have tables outside and things like that. If you're a boutique or something, you could come and put a bunch of your stuff on a table. Okay. The other thing, uh, we were talking to, I can't remember who it was, maybe we were talking to our friend that we met up with the other day and we were talking about restaurants being allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. And the thing with them is that what if they're a tiny place and they, they didn't have That's anywhere we to... We were talking about a place like Lawrence. Yeah. Like all these places that are cute and intimate and don't have a lot of space when it comes to thinking about the staff and the number of staff that you need to fund to in order to even cook the food and serve people. And then you have and like two have tables only two outside. tables that you're allowed because the space is too small. It just doesn't and make sense. And then you made this point. Mm -hmm. Then they would not be able to get the government COVID benefit exactly. because now they're open. Yeah. So and they're, they're like, gonna, oh, you're fine, right? You're fine. And yeah. then all of a sudden they're making, the, it probably cost them more to operate than it would to have, mm -hmm. uh, to, to, exactly. to close down. I feel like at this so point, especially because so many people are apprehensive, at least I always find it and the people I speak to are, but there was that place. What was the place that had the Mother's Day breakfast or brunch or something? And it was just rammed and there was a lineup and nobody it, had masks. I think it was, it was Colorado. Okay. It was Colorado. It was, wasn't it? It was uh, so one of the places we wanted to go in Boulder. 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 Or yeah. Golden. Boulder Boulder. Or Golden. Boulder. Yeah. Um, it was bad. And it was packed. And a dude with a mask went in with a camera, just for, uh, sorry, his phone. Yeah. And he was filming and he asked the, the guy at the door, like, you cool to go? He's like, yeah, yeah, like, super chill. <laughs> and it was rant. And this was like April, when was Mother's Day? Early May. May, yeah. So that means it would have been like less than two months of, of uh, the pandemic. Still pretty peak. Yeah. And they were just, that was wild. And no one had a single mask. There were just yeah. kids everywhere. Nobody had a mask. Everyone was just hanging out. You would just never know that we entered, had a pandemic at all. Yeah. It just, it's so interesting, that type of um, uh, attitude towards this. So that's why the other thing, the protests, I think we talked about this with Rand and maybe even with Benny and Tio in the last couple of episodes, which would be great that we're both with uh, people of color, which is completely unintentional, but exactly what we wanted we're going to intentionally do that moving yeah. forward as much as possible but the um the protest in montreal we had two today or this weekend is two weeks from the last one yeah so i wanted to check this weekend i'm going to check the uh the the, the government site and see what the cases, are looking, the cases like. are looking like yeah and because there's a few things we want to do we want to go to ikea not very keen on it but because there's multiple steps for us we don't own a vehicle so we'd have to 
take an Uber to the rental place, do the rental car process, drive to Ikea. We want to return all our motherfucking cans of bottles to Ontario because uh, they're taking up our goddamn entire place. It's crazy. That was crazy. I can't shake my the thriftiness? thriftiness because in Australia you couldn't do it and something yeah. about it is I'll grab the headstock as the next one. It's the up, purple oh, no, next one from there you go. Um so we want to do that but I just uh one thing I do want to do and I I think I'm gonna feel comfortable thanks babe uh is for Tiffany's birthday which is in about a month. Oh it's a month today. Hey. Oh shit yeah it is so what we want to I do I was on my journey 32 check yeah, me again. out old, old, old lady <laughs> who would have thought I know we've been together so long to you being 32 when I met you you were I know. 22 I know isn't that crazy yeah I'm still spring the same you're still a spring chicken you're still a spring you look chicken exact, you look exactly you know a day over 22 thank and you. a half thank you thank you <laughs> although I do prefer to look older and refined but well you look older and refined and more mature yeah. of course anyways very guys, young enough and, about and my virile. <laughs> um, so for Tiff's birthday we normally, you know, because it's midsummer, we would normally go somewhere. We usually just go to Niagara or something, go to the wineries. We always go to Niagara and we try to spend time with our family too. With your mom, with my brother. Yeah. We always would go out together and it was an excuse, particularly, it was your birthday's the day my, oh, someone posted, oh, Basim, what up, son? Oh my wow. gosh, thought, happy wow. almost, literally, Basim, I just thought about you because we were talking, because your birthday is in three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so my best friend Bassam, he just hey, entered the chat, hey, you know, and he's talking about our courtyard in the sky. So Bassam, this is where I've been working from every single day. Every day, but you can't really see like the fineness of it. I don't know if you yeah. want to pick the cat thing up, it might just be annoying. And, no, like, I'll just show you on Instagram stories. That's probably an easy way to do it. It's yeah. looking pretty fine. He saw my, I actually, I showed him yesterday because, um, the one thing I learned is the sun that comes in, you have to be here after 1030. Otherwise the sun is so hot that you actually can't sit out here. It's so yeah. intense. So I showed Bassman because it was like 8.30 or 9 or something. And I oh, sent him a picture because yeah. he's up at like 4 a.m. in the morning to start his day. <laughs> but um, like 5, whatever. And it was just so much sun here. So he has seen what, what the deal is. He knows the deal. Do you forget about your birthday until Craig told you? For goodness yeah, sake. Yeah, I was texting him today. I was like, bro, it's your birthday tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, yo, is it, is it weird? I forget. Because we came and saw you. That's why. That's we had why a last picture, year. We had a picture to, all together. Mad jelly looks nice, minus the 33 degree. Yeah, it's a bit, it's yeah. a bit, it's nicer now. You know what? It's bad on the floor. Heavy, it's bro. bad on the ground, but when you're up here, there's a lot there's of. It's a cooler um, breeze, but yeah. inside is really hot. We've yeah. Got no, that's why I love being outside, because yeah, it's inside, so it's like nicer. here. They say heat rises, but I don't know. It's much nicer up here. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. It's always cool. It's it feels much cooler. Hotter, like in you, the apartment is so much more annoying. Everything's hotter, really but when hot. you're here, it's like a nice steady temperature. Like if it's 33 more. degrees right now, I don't feel that at all. No. But when we went outside earlier, it felt like d- d- we went for awful. a walk to do some errands, and it was like no, awful. It was beautiful. I mean, I love this shit. Sorry, so, you know what it is? It's hot when you're in the mask. It's just like yeah, because we went to a couple stores, so yeah. we had to uh, rock the mask, and you could barely breathe. It's wild, but uh, we were gifted a uh, portable air conditioner from our neighbor who moved out, and also so, decked out this entire balcony. That we yeah, he actually gave us his couch. <laughs> Gave oh what else? Actually, Unibrew gave us some lights over there. We're gonna hang yeah. up some lights at night. Oh, we can bust a light. Oh, yeah, no. we'll, a whole, actually, no, we can't because oh, we're using that thing. cable. It's a whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Not that it's gonna make a difference on this. Um, what was I saying? Um, so happy birthday to Bassam. Make sure you go check out Bassam. If you're watching, it's probably better because if you're listening, you're not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah. Bassam Zahili, he talks about uh, real estate investment, uh, really, really important tips, particularly in finance. Um, all finance. If you want to get your YouTube. money together, if you want to like 
you know, amplify your wealth. Yeah, I feel like he might be. He's us my stock. He's my investment manager. He's my yeah, my investment manager. Well, he posts and we don't now on a high season. So yeah, we're gonna post. We just haven't had time. It's been wild. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about that. We're talking about going away in the summer. Yes, what we want to do for Tiff's birthday is, I would love to go away to like a lake cottage for like three or four nights. Yeah. And just vibe out. And I feel like my thought, my thinking is because the 20 seconds of the day, so Monday, oh, you can show the candles well once you finish pouring. The, then two weeks after that is still a week before Tiff's birthday. And uh, I feel like we'll know that's what we're drinking now. Nickel Brooks Headstock, that's the classic IPA. Um, it's uh, 7% pineapple citrus. It's bitter, piney, solid. Yeah. It's like we, it's one of the first rural IPAs I had back in the day. So thanks, guy. Thanks, guy. Well, you're very pretty, Basim. You're very pretty. Love very Basim. pretty. Look at that single photo. ladies out there, it's probably... Hey, uh, you want a single... Yeah, you want a nice single man who knows about finances? Get on that. Yeah. Exactly a month away, yeah? Yeah, just yeah. a month away. So I'd like to just do that because I like. I feel like that's as good as it's going to get. We travel a lot, as we've talked about for, for the podcast. Um, and we're definitely going to be missing that this summer. And I feel like I would just like to get away. It's one thing that we never really got to do. And I've been in Canada in September. It's been 10 years. Yeah, crazy. I've barely done any You did one slightly cottage trip, For which my, was good because when you got your PR. It was so good. It was perfect it was to Scotty and Ryan out in uh, Prince Edward County's parents let us stay. And it was dope because they had a place on the lake. And yeah, they took us on that the was boat. so much fun. They really took care of me. They gave me s'mores at midnight under the stars. It was it was a beautiful time. I yeah. really appreciate that. Um, so I really want to go to a, a cottage and just just vibe out because we've been so busy. Like a lot of people, like were, we were very fortunate. We have to acknowledge that we were so fortunate during the COVID time. We've not stopped. We haven't slowed down. We've been. Oh my um, gosh! Are you talking about like business or anything like that? Business and everything. Like, everything. Yeah. Everything. We ramped like, up. Everything's content, busier. And then. <laughs> other old clients came back yeah and then now we got new, new clients, clients yep. and then we got other campaigns for existing clients and the the new client is huge like it's the largest we would have ever had yeah for sure yeah. so it's you guys will actually probably wouldn't believe basically the only you. other person we could get is amazon at, or at and, this or time google. amazon or google at this so time. you could you could guess who that might be but it's, yeah. it's pretty serious um so you know it's been intense and i would just love to escape still work because we're never stopping yeah. working but i just but, you know schedule everything escape. else so you can breathe yeah schedule yeah. it out and just breathe for a few days and celebrate your birthday it's a special day for us and for other family reasons and stuff so i would just like to do that and i feel like we'll be comfortable to do that i would roll the dice because one hope well hopefully the cases are going down or at the very least staying stable and two like you mentioned most of them are in the uh you know, old age homes yeah. so there's not that many this area's been good i know the gas station across the street there they had a case, a case yeah. from a, a staff member there. Yeah. But aside from that, like, I haven't heard of anything. Uh, I don't really know anyone here who had it. I feel like everyone we know we don't know one person who's careful. had We don't but know anyone. But they've been anyone. careful. That's yeah. why we've, we've Like, got where I good feel friends. like the people, like, clients and just friends that we talk to in the U.S., they all, everyone knows somebody. Everyone. And not only that, know someone who died. Almost. Yeah, know somebody who died. They had a hundred cases. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that six degrees of separation. Yeah, shit, it makes like, sense. Where we don't really have that. Um, we're very fortunate for the sure. The only thing is we have a few touch points. So because we don't own a car, it's like you have to go to get a, get an Uber, go to Enterprise. So you get more touch points. You have to ensure the place that we stay is like immaculately clean. And we trust the company and stuff like that to do it. Because if you but went pretty, from like an Airbnb, yeah. if the person before stayed had the virus... And that Airbnb manager doesn't clean it to the nine. They would take the risk. That's true, but I, I'd imagine they would have some pretty strict things. But who Airbnb knows if they're going to do it? It's like yeah, what you, you can't monitor a bunch of hosts that are in 
in their own all over the place yeah right it's yeah. hard to do that that's why the managed properties are better like one of that's our clients true. they manage properties yeah and that streams line, streamlines it a bit right so yeah that makes that's it true. better I just want to move the mic a okay. bit forward just in case you can see the, the Donald Trump wig in the shot there. you can see it <laughs> it's so bad yeah. I just wanted to make sure because it was pretty far back yeah. I was like I don't know how much oh for fuck's sake um, yeah no you're right but either way I want to do that so I feel like I'd like to go out but coming back to the original long winded point was like would we um, would you go sit in a brewery right would now would I go sit in a brewery right now not particularly no I, I want to like give it a Bassam, would you go oh Bassam doesn't care never he's mind he's a, a terrible person to ask uh, he doesn't care he's I am legend he doesn't give a fuck and he's just going to any place like I don't feel comfortable sitting like all I can think about is my mouth touching the same glass that just runs through a dishwasher and what what does that mean really and the cutlery like restaurants and the sharing of utensils and glassware was never really secure really but we all just let it slide because it just goes through that random dishwasher like you don't know what's happening that's why you get lipstick on your glass every now and then it's not perfectly washed so to be in a situation now where i'm going to go and sit and put my mouth on a glass that someone else with the virus potentially could have i just can't see that being yeah, i think not yet i saw in the states my friend rob in vermont shasta rob shasta vermont period he said that i shot he a went vermont to, hard out i saw today. yeah yep. you did you read and you read Ride zero gravity vermont. you didn't mention foam though I shouldn't mention foam. There are so many people that have started going to. That's why I tried to try to get you to ask it. But um, Rob went to Zero Gravity, a great uh, brewery in uh, Burlington, and um, they opened their patio last weekend. And uh, he said they only let you drink out of can. They sell you cans, and you drink out of the can mm. on the patio. Oh, finally! After all this time, yeah. remember because you were never were allowed to. Bassam said, "I'm immune." But you're not though. You just think you're immune. You're Basim, only immune potentially if you've had the virus. Yeah. And now you've already got. Yeah, you've had it once and you can't get it again. But you're not. You're not legend. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Did you ever watch that movie? No, Scott gave me the DVD and he's I like, never it's watched it. It's actually one of the best movies. But of isn't all it time. like a pandemic shit? We have yeah, to, we should watch it. Yo, did we try I think to it's watch on it? Netflix. No, I think we looked for it and it's not. Okay. It might be on crazy. Really good movie. We'll we should some really great movies. Came through. We with have some to really do some pirate ass shit because yeah. like we don't have a DVD. I don't even know how to download. How do you even download movies anymore? I don't even know what that process is like. We have to sync it to the computer. Would have to be synced to iTunes to the Apple TV. It's a whole thing. Oh gosh. It's not. Or we could go to the streaming site and then you just sync that to that the, but yeah. then that's always and it never glitchy. syncs well to the Apple TV or no it's that. fucking yeah. horrendous but I Am Legend is definitely one of them no absolutely so um, alright so one of the things we want to talk about tonight um, as you know things in the world have been pretty wild uh, we've talked about at length with Benny and Tio and then with Ren last week so if you're not really sure what I'm talking about I highly recommend you go watch and or listen to those episodes because we went into detail you know about what's been happening and and what's uh, you know what that's all about. The state of the world. The state of the world, exactly. Bassam is saying Pirate Bay. Yeah, no, Pirate, Pirate Bay, Bay is still down. around. No, I got took down. Taken down. I got taken down. <laughs> Australians, am I right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, things are pretty real. So, we have a. We talked about a. We talk about it often. We have an agency called High Season Co. We did a video last week on we, we observed, even though Tiffany is melanated, we observed the Amplify Melanated Voices um, during the, not the week, just this week, but last week, um, because we weren't really talking about social justice and we wanted to just sort of leave room for that. So we yeah. had a video we posted and we just let, let it rip, let it roll from there. We posted a video on Monday about how businesses can and this is businesses in general how businesses can sort of um continue to promote what they're doing whilst also 
being cognizant of the Black Lives Matter movement and sort of being, uh, you know, aware of diversity and inclusion. So what yeah. I thought is that we break down the key points from that video here on the podcast for, and this is not just for breweries. I want to specifically make it about beer because this is what we're talking about and we can customize it a bit. Whereas on our video, we were a bit more vague and Yeah, we were more just talking about businesses in general. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and this could be for anyone. I've seen a lot of people who just post about beer online be very, very aware of it. They're posting about this often and super much Super vocal much and like continuously them. vocal. So I, I, I really love that. I think yeah. it's super cool. Like doing it after the little black square, your little yeah. black square. Kept it rolling. Like, I mean, yeah. shout, there's a bunch of you guys, you know who you are, who are doing it. Um, you're really going hard, sharing stuff in, in the stories, posting about it regularly. There's a bunch of people I'm very, very impressed with yeah. that are keeping that same energy. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Never. Never forgetting that. No, so much, much, much love. So I want to give you guys a bit of, uh, you know, for a lot of people, someone said to me, and this is something I hadn't said on the podcast yet. I, did, I don't know if I said this with Ren, but I was talking to somebody here in Montreal who uh, runs social media for a couple of breweries. Mm -hmm. Did I talk about that with Ren? I don't recall. I can't remember either. And uh, she said to me that um, she decided on those brewery oh, accounts. Yes, did I did yeah. talk about it with Ren? To be silent, right? Yeah, just to, she decided to be silent, to, to leave room. And I feel like I told her that, you know, feel free to talk about it because it is a good thing. But I think a lot of people are continuing to be silent because they just don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. So this is something that can help people uh, learn what to say. So the first thing about how breweries can continue to operate and support black people, social justice, you know, all those different things, diversify your feed. So most feeds, if you go to any breweries, uh, social media feed to be honest when we were doing the high season video I was thinking of breweries most of the time because I feel like breweries make oh because they're the yeah they're one of the biggest culprits love y'all but like yeah. you guys know what you need to fix up yeah uh, diversify your feed make sure there's like different um you know different color hands in the photos different yeah. faces um you know make sure it looks different make sure that if basically anybody in our gloriously diverse society that we have here in Canada, and if you're in the States, you know, you guys too, even in Australia, somewhat diverse, um, that everyone has to feel like they see themselves yep. on your feed in some shape or form. Now, it's not an easy task, particularly if you're just using your staff and your staff is predominantly white or just the people around you and you're not thinking about it. That's the main thing is that people aren't thinking about yeah and that's why i was saying and in that video we talked about it, and again i spoke about it today with um chastity's because it's not always intentional right and it's so funny it's the same thing that happens we just generally end up gravitating towards and connecting with and promoting and hiring the people that look like us right and that just happens and it's not always intentional it just happens so in an industry that's predominantly uh white and you look at say in the u.s i think what black and brown black and brown is three percent owned for craft breweries in the u.s and i think one percent is black okay so it just happens to be that you keep bringing your own people in and then those people end up coming into your marketing materials as well because it's people you know and you ask your friends to come and take the photos and you just keep hiring the same people and being around the same people. So then what you do is you put out all this in terms of social is your brand, right? It's your front-facing brand. It's how you look. It's how people receive you. So then you end up putting out this marketing that's super homogenous of all these people who look exactly the same. So then when somebody like me comes to your feed, like I don't I'll, I'll be like oh this is not for me and that's fine it's not even like I'm like oh they're not for me I'm just like oh this is not for me like it's just a bunch of like white people I get it and then I'll move on yeah and it's not always intentional but it really shows how you don't tap into the market 
because you just don't even are you not even cognizant about the fact that you need to be sure that you're including everyone so that everybody knows they're invited. I think that right there is the key point in this whole thing is that breweries don't realize that some individuals in our society come to their Instagram or their social media, they don't see themselves, they mm -hmm. think it's not for them and yeah. they leave and you're yeah. losing an opportunity yeah. to one, convert someone from trash ass beer into craft beer <laughs> yeah. and two, just make someone else feel comfortable. Like you always want, you know, at the end of the day, like every business has a target market, but breweries is just people who drink beer. Yeah. And your target market should be, for the most part, your local community and the people yes. around it. And, stuff and like that, yeah. you know, particularly where, our, you know, most of our audience is in Ontario, Quebec, Vermont, like Vermont and sort of in the sort of region here. It's, you know, pretty diverse, particularly yeah. Toronto. Montreal's pretty diverse as well. Vermont, yeah. not so much, but... Um, not at all. No, that's true. But, um, yeah, I think that's really what it is. So first thing is, like, be cognizant of diversifying you. your feed. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, this is uh, Metalhead. This is a... God damn it, where is that from? There it is. It's a double IPA. It's 9%. It's quite big. Um, what do you feel about it? The the other thing. I think it's like... Oh, you got to balance bitter. it out. It's okay. It's 9%. You're just like, oh, I, for That's the fine. alcohol purposes. Yeah, for the alcohol, because I'm more of a soft ass than you. Um, it's a little bitter. It's not too bad. Not too boozy. I wouldn't say it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's not that boozy, actually. Yeah, a little tangy, a little tropical. Look, I don't really like boozy IPAs. 9% is a bit much for me, typically. I love it. It's coming 9%. up on triple I love IPA. a double dry hopped uh, 9%, 8.5% 8, 8. IPA. That's my 8.5, I can deal with it. Once it starts getting 9 plus, it's, uh, it's yeah. a lot. Particularly when it's like this, it's a bit sweeter. I like it a bit more. Um, mm -hmm. The Citrus, papaya, and fresh berries. Yes, I think it's citrus, Simcoe, and Equinox hops as yeah. well. So it's pretty solid. Double India, a double yeah. IPA. I don't uh, mind it. This is not totally my thing, but I, yeah. I, I mess with it. But it's good. So, yeah. So diversify your feed. Think about it. When you're going to take pictures of the beer, just consider it. Um, how can you get different color people, different faces? And I also different... want to, when we're talking about this, in terms of different color, different people diversifying your feed, yep. it has to be authentic. Yes, true. So if you don't give a fuck about people of different colors <laughs> going into your feed or coming into your brewery, then that's fine. Don't post about it. And that's okay. Because we're going to see it and we're not going to come. But if you do care, you have to put forth the effort to show that you do it. Because you might not be doing it intentionally again, you might just be gravitating to your immediate network. And we know there's not a lot of um, uh, money in beer for the most part, right? So it's not like you have an agency that you're getting and the agency's like just automatically knows. Like for us, we just know automatically like, okay, we gotta make sure that we have a array of men, women, people of color and different um sexual orientations and we know that that's something we need but not everybody's thinking about it so you tap your immediate network right. um and it just happens so that a lot of people of one culture end up hanging out with people of another of the same culture right but i guess it, like if you don't roll the dice and show that yeah no like, you have if to, you yeah. don't care i, I mean no, that's like if you don't care then i don't want to give you There's my money if you're just gonna do it anyways just because yeah. you're like fuck i listened to a podcast and they told me i have to so, so fuck. Oh, here's you a have brown to hand. want to like, here's yeah, a brown yeah. hand you have to want to care that's true that's yeah. true at the same token if you don't give if you do somewhat care or you've never thought about it like huh interesting yeah you never know who could like your product you never know who yeah. could be into what you're doing unless you make them feel hey this is you know we're for everybody so consider that another thing is partner with or promote black business owners and creators so if there are any um on well, his steve out in brizzy 
What's going on here? We're outside. We're yeah, outside, we're Steve. Outside. We're on the balcony, we mate. On the patio. Uh, well, it's not a patio at all. It's a balcony. It's a balcony. It's a balcony because <laughs> we're in the sky. Um, Steve in Brizzy, hope you're doing well, mate. Um, we'd say we're just talking about how uh, breweries can um, continue to operate within the like uh, the the current. What's the word? How they can keep the same energy on the other side now. Like, we're in a different world, right? And I think a lot has changed. So how do you reflect, like, the concerns of other people now? How do you make sure that you're creating content that is cognizant and not tone deaf yep. to what's happening? Yes. And That's, and keep that energy. So It's really important. So we're talking about what life looks like past the black square. Um, I would like to know, I don't know what, sh what stuff's like in, in Australia, really, in terms of like Black Lives Matter. Um, it's been but Craig gave me off. some information in, the, in that you said about a brewery today that like, um, it's oh, called, um, Colonial. Called? Colonial Brewery. Steve, you know what I'm talking about. So it's a brewery, uh, initially from Margaret River, which is the wine region in Western Australia. And they were purchased in 2008. They're called Colonial Brewing Co. And they were called Colonial because they were the only brewery who colonized, which is probably a poor choice of words in hindsight. Yes. <laughs> a, uh, but honestly, in 2008, it was a very different world. I have examples that I would never say publicly. But the way that people behaved back then, uh, it's very, very different. Clean your Twitter, guys. Pro tip. Clean your Twitter because Pro there's words that is, you use publicly that are not cool keywords, now. Search for keywords matched to your name and clear your Twitter. And it's like not even from an, uh, uh, I was going to say, what's the word? Not negative, but it's more just like you didn't mean it in a bad way. But yeah. Words were acceptable. 2008 doesn't seem that long ago, but in in hindsight, <laughs> yeah. it was a, 12, 12, years 12 years ago, years, things were very um, different. Very, very different. <laughs> So basically, this brewery uh, were bought out in 2008. They were the headquarters were moved to Melbourne. They brew out of there now. Um, they've grown to a very, very large brewery from a small award-winning brewery to now a very large one. And uh, there was a uh, independent uh, specialty beer retailer. Uh, I forgot what they were called, like Black Hearts and Sparrows or something like that. And they decided to stop stocking Colonial based on the name because their, their customers and their clients weren't feeling it. Um, they would ha they had had multiple conversations with the owners of Colonial. They're friends with them. They um, are down, you know, with each other. They want to make it work. They decided to call it quits, and it blew up into this huge nationwide thing. Where one of the biggest right uh, wing commentators um, got involved. Apparently, I didn't see what he said, but he's always a wanker. He was always around when I was growing up. I hated him, and uh, it's a whole thing. And they were, and then even Colonial put out a really What's the opposite of tone deaf? On point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't on know. point, tone... I was like, is there an opposite of tone deaf, tone appropriate, tone yeah. listening? It, they were saying, they were they were listening to what people were saying. And yeah. they were like, we hear you, we understand. They were like, we bought the brewery. We didn't come up with the name. There was no malintent behind the name. But if you can understand, it's now a national brewery as opposed to a regional brewery. So there's, you know, they've probably got hundreds of thousands of cans already printed. They've got merch they've got um Sucks all the stuff that they you know the, the tap what are those little rugs they put those little fucking the mats on bars yeah everything all the collateral can you imagine all the collateral changing that for that so the, the fact that they responded so well i had to i specifically had to tell tiff about it earlier because i couldn't believe that australia of all places were that cool and that sort of aware of of this type of thing i think that's very cool Steve, I was saying, yeah, it's been a shit show. Two businesses now suffering thanks to a journal, uh needing to up their clickbait game. Very sad. So, what happened? So that's probably uh, Andrew Bolt, who's the right-wing fuckwit. 
but he could have maybe Steve you can explain it a bit more um, but like I don't know how you feel about it I understand though where people are coming from because they mean no ill I get it but at the same token it's it is a, not an optimal name and they probably should have thought about that it's just sort of yeah. like it wasn't something that people were talking about in 2008 yeah. if it's something that started two to five years ago I feel like people would be like ah, I probably shouldn't call it colonial you know what's funny it's like it's Australia is just so far removed from like the rest of the world of what's going on. It's its own little world. It's now. its own little world. So like in the US, in North America, there's no way that could have even been a name to even start no to even entertain. It could have never been. But also the histories are different, right? So Not like I went into um, Australia. Uh, when was I last there? 2018? Uh, 2018 so two years went into australia in 2018 and they were still selling those racist little black dolls it's yeah in stores so it's like they're so different it's so premier different victoria was arguing for it and ex-premier yes. jeff kennett was arguing for why the, and i had one of those as a kid i didn't know what it was which it was is so just, shocking uh, to me even. but i didn't know what it was yeah. i didn't know what yeah. it, that's the thing when you're a child you don't know what it represents it's just this thing it's this character yeah I never associated it with a human being because it was such a cartoon thing. It was this cartoony little thing. Yeah. So at least it didn't brainwash us as kids. No. That we saw this thing like, hey, this caricature of black people, whatever. Yeah. Right? Which is essentially what it that is. That is what it is. It's yeah. exactly it's what it a, is. It's a, it's a, it's a, a insulting joke, minstrel. It's a minstrel. It's, yeah. It's yeah. really, really bad. So anyway, back to the point is that partner with or promote black business owners and creators. So for example, if... You're, you're a brewery and you know there's uh, a black business in the area that's making some sort of, uh, you know, like maybe a food truck or doing something that you can sell alongside. Maybe they sell some some cool, I don't know, fucking crafts, jewelry, something that you can let them sell yeah. inside the brewery, help them, support them. Um, right now, it's more than ever. Uh, people are supporting black businesses. Actually, another, the final post, uh, which is the message to black businesses to, to, to reiterate. But the response has been so wild. Um, I think a lot of black businesses weren't prepared for this level. Oh, of yeah. There's like, response. I was purchasing stuff for a client, uh, like a bunch of black owned business products. Everybody's being like sold out because there's so much support outpouring for all these people. So it's I think people see like Tulsa and understand now that there was a time various iterations of times where there were areas like say for example a montreal that was dedicated to the advancement of black people it was say it was a, a wall a wall there was a black street, street yeah. there's a wall street there's all these things where things were advancing and then what happens white supremacists just came killed everyone and burned it down like how was that even a thing i watched the video on it today actually you did okay yeah, yeah. it was explaining it and they were showing they were billionaire not uh, no billionaire no they were like and they owned planes it was six yeah. people who yeah. owned private planes on black wall street it was the one it was by far you know how they have how many times the dollar yeah. stays in a community Three, it was yeah. a year yeah and it was the most time in any civilization in human history that where money the dollar stayed had in the stayed in yeah. the community because they had everything you could possibly need in this one area yeah the kids were going to better schools the, it was actually they like, had better doctors and mm, doctors who cared about black people mm, and then mm, you know what happened a, a all of a genocide. sudden all of a sudden it was a genocide a second they genocide. came through in the night and they just destroyed burned it, it down. burned that all down and they no one goes to jail for it it's just what it is and that's what happens so when you think about um all of that that's gone down say obviously there has been like 450 years to 500 years where like shit has been wiped up we're not on a, a level playing field Never and i like someone made the analogy that it'd be like being on a monopoly board and you're at the start and you let the person go 450 times 
around the board before you're allowed to start. Yeah. That's what America is. And then every time you get anywhere, a bunch of people come in. And then whenever you, you get, you just people. keep going to jail, or someone just gets to knock you off the board, and then you have to start again. That's what the U.S. is. So yeah. when when we're talking about the support black business owners and creators, it's like you're supporting them, yes, but it's also like, do you want to diversify your company a little bit? Because having the Jamaican food truck come in and cook some cool stuff for you and you partner together on this is going to bring both sides, right? It's going to be yeah. it's going to be beneficial to both sides. I was just on this live here with Chastity and she's like, yeah, like you know craft beer is interesting right it's like very bro culture that's what she said yeah she, that's what we're talking about I'm like it's that, not yeah. like and i'm like that's the common misconception yeah because so you're like, in it because like, there are people the owners though, yeah so you know like the, and it, it's like uh but bro isn't just like white dudes with beards and that's actually there is a lot of that without question because it, and you go to the feeds and that's all you see but there are other people who do love it they're just not represented as well so then when someone like her for example lands and starts seeing this content they're like oh it's like not for me it's like a culture of like something that white guys like to do you know and that's fine and you just move on and then when people see me then that's why they get interested in beer all of a sudden because they're like oh who's this black girl who's like drinking these stouts and all this stuff like who's yeah. this and i'm one person could you imagine what the industry would be and i've converted people to beer and make people excited about beer and they're posting me in photo like tagging me in photos being like i'm drinking this could you imagine if breweries were doing it yeah it's a great point. could you imagine if i I'm, not, I'm in your feed, but a lot of people who look like me, a black person, was in your feed, and people felt more comfortable and felt like it was for them too, then they'd be thrilled. They'd yeah. be so thrilled and they'd be going and trying things because they'd feel like it's something new for them. Yes, you know? and don't you want to go into a venue that like represents what you see outside? Like, it should. If it's really be, community, it should. Exactly, and that's really what it comes down to. Now, if you lived in a white-ass place, then that, that is what it is. Yeah. But if you are a... I don't know, I'm just trying to think. Even someone like Toronto, where most of the breweries are still pretty white, and maybe you'll see, you know, two to five percent people might not be white in a, in a brewery at any given time, maybe 10% on a good day. Like, that's not accurate. And you walk outside on, on the street, you walk down Queen Street, or you walk down somewhere downtown, and like, that's not what you're going to see. Yeah. It's absolutely not what you're going to see. And that doesn't feel right. There's something missing there. For sure. And craft beer is there. not just for one group of people. So, no. One way to do that is to support these people. And show, yeah, show you know, them. If there are any, uh, you know, the, the problem is in Canada, there's not many people who, of color who are doing what we do, be a media, yeah. who are Instagrammers, who are bloggers, who are vloggers, who are podcasters. I feel like whatever. I did count them, yeah. I, on, I can think my off my head three people of color specifically that in the media world, one of them is not media, Rand is not media. The other two yeah. people are Instagrammers. Rand is like a professional. Yeah, it, uh, it'd be so a it professional. doesn't technically count, yeah. No, sorry, you take it to <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking my time. Yeah, it's okay. We don't have food coming until nine. Yeah, I saw it was being prepared. I saw, yeah. So this one is called Cold Pop. It actually looks like the uh, the old icy uh, thing. Um, this is a Kavik IPA, New England IPA. It is six point five percent. Nice and hazy. This one's pretty good actually. I'll get there. Nickelbrook's like, you get there, baby. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Hey. Take your time. No rush, okay? No thank pressure. You. Thank you. Thank you. So that this is this is good. Um, so that's one thing. Now, next, diversify your staff. This is arguably the most important thing you can do. I would say so. Because if you don't have people guiding your decisions from the inside of your company who aren't who are from a different culture, 
who can, you know, the, the example we gave in our high season video was the um, H&M coolest, coolest, mo- coolest monkey, monkey in the, the jungle, jungle on a blackboard. Where they had a yeah. young black yeah. child who was probably two or three years old. He's pretty young. Oh, gosh. She's five. like six. <laughs> oh, really? I don't remember. He was mad young. <laughs> two or three. They're like toddlers like this. I don't know about kids. Like, they're all the same. He was like five From to two seven to like 12. It's all the same. Yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway, a young boy. I saw interviews with his parents. They didn't care, but they were from Europe, so they didn't really get it. Yeah. But over here... In North America, family Disaster. don't say that shit. Yeah. Uh, and if they had one one person who was not Lily White on their marketing team, on their board, on something, that shit would not have got the green light. Like the fact that that got through all those checks on a multinational, multi-billion-dollar corporation is horrendously Crazy. scary. Insane. Scary. Yeah. So. If you diversify your staff, you have people who'll be able to identify different things. Now, when I say diverse, I'm not even just talking about black. I think it's important to have, at the Everything. very least, yeah. one or two of everybody. Yes. At the very least. I think that's fair. Like, uh, you need some Get you need all of them. From get two Asians. Asia. You from Asia. Some, someone get, from, get like, them from the, continent, the Indian continent. Whether Sri Lankan, Indian, Bangladesh, Pakistan, whatever. Yeah. Um, get, get two from, from Asia. From get Southeast. Get a, yeah, exactly. Like, just to understand. Yeah. Because there's so many things. You might use a name, come up with a beer name, and then you think it's funny, and then all of a sudden, they can be like fam, and there have been brewers who that. have gone up in flames because they've said they yeah and then they double down names. on it because yeah. they get attacked and they don't yeah. know what the fuck they're doing because yeah. they got no one on their team to be like hey Jeff yeah. sorry just to the Jeffs out there that's not cool and to be honest come on guy, I've been in hire I've been a recruiter you know sometimes You've when you're like yeah um, for the law firm Oh, of course you were. Yeah, 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 yeah shit, I forgot. So, so long ago. Yeah, I know. So it's another <laughs> lifetime. But I do know that when I was hiring, we know. Like, it's not, you know, HR stuff aside. You know that you need to get people that look different. You should know that. So it's like, if someone comes your way and they're a success, they're a great candidate, you, you will should lean in their direction. But the problem is a lot of people... You, you lean to the person who looks like you because you get into the conversation of the things that you both enjoy because you're both the same person. And you're not challenging like each you other. And another, you and another white guy might both be able to talk about all these white things, for example. So then you just build a personal better connection in the interview First as an all, interviewee. No, but true, as an interviewer and interviewee. No, I, I get it, but I'm into things that a lot of white people are not into. Yeah, but you still know city of color and all this stuff. You get white things. But you I'm listen like, to metal. You've gone to rock but shows. But I'm like, I'm surface level of You that. are, but Anyway, I'm not about, I'm not but like, say, just a pure point. black individual sitting in front of you, like you might, you're not, you might not make the connection because you don't have anything on the life scale to connect with. So then you're just like, oh, I had such a great time with Craig. I'm gonna hire him. Where I come from, the perspective like, oh, there's 17 white people at this law firm. We're gonna need to add in. We need to add in more different people. Right. You know, because you're conscious of it. Because yeah. you. So also... that's what we all need to be. Because we know from an HR perspective, there's we. You know that you you need to die. You need to do that. Yeah. You need to do that. So just do it. Yeah. Uh, Steve is saying, as a typical dopey Aussie. <laughs> What's a dopey Aussie? Bloke? Steve, don't don't talk shit about yourself, mate. I'm so far outside my comfort zone inputting my opinion with this topic, but I do love listening and learning from those affected. Bit of a cop out, I know. No, no, it's not a cop out. It's not that's a great. Cop out no, that's fine. You're, you're doing what you can do. You're shutting yeah. the fuck up and you're listening to people who know what they're talking about, and you're taking it in. And honestly, dude, this is what's important. This is probably another point that I actually don't have down here, but 
breweries and anybody involved in beer, if you don't know, it's okay to shut up and listen. Oh my gosh, 100%. Like, you gotta, like, I'm lucky because I grew up listening to hip-hop since I was, like, 11 or 12 years old. It was my entire life. I used to play guitar from, like, when I was nine, and I was into Metallica and Nirvana and stuff, and then I, as soon as I heard hip-hop, I was like, fuck this. And that was my whole life. I was, I felt like an outsider my whole life in Australia. I never aligned with people in Australia like I do over here, which is why I moved here for good. Because that was what I aligned with culturally more. I understood it. I lived and breathed that shit. So I come over here and then now I'm with a black woman who has taught me even more things. Like I feel like I was absolutely um, robbed of Jamaican food my whole life. Jamaican food is my favorite food on the planet. And it's not fair that we don't get to, drink, to eat that shit. So whilst I had, you know, early on, I had to shut up and I listened to Tiff tell me things. She's like, no, you can't say that because of this or you can't do this because I'm like, and she was patient with me, even though I came into it not clueless. Mm -hmm. I was familiar with black culture, but I was familiar with hip hop culture. And yeah. hip hop culture is not it's Jamaican not, culture. It's, not the same, yeah. it's a little bit different. And Tiff was patient with me and did it. And hip hop is just a segment of black culture. It's exactly right. right. Yeah. A very specific segment of, it's of black culture, created by black culture, but it's become its own thing. Mm -hmm. So, Steve, it's completely okay to, to, to listen and I not say anything. Better. And that's the same I think as breweries. It's better to be the person who's like, fuck I didn't know shit in this category I didn't know anything yep. about this topic at all and then just be willing and open to one challenge your ideals so challenge the things that you thought that you knew Stephen yep. and additional just be open to everything else so it's like either I'm just open and I'm listening or somebody's going to challenge me on something I thought existed and it doesn't or an ideal yep. that I thought I think that's a good thing it's that's good, what yeah. we need to do across the board that's the whole point yes so, and the fact that you already said that that you're willing to listen you don't know anything and you're willing to listen you are probably in the top five, you're in the top first percentile one percent <laughs> of people who are even bothering <laughs> to say that so much respect to you dude because yeah. that is very very cool yeah I'm very impressed with Australia from what I've seen so far the fact the colonial thing I don't really know much else about it but the fact that people are even having the conversation and that's about the native um yeah uh, native respect and native rights as opposed to anything else specifically because that's what that refers to they were the ones affected by colonialism everyone else is brought there no one else is from there except them every other motherfucker yeah. is there so they don't even yeah. matter it's about the native about yeah. the aboriginal people that they call them uh that's what's important so i think that's a really good attitude and i feel like if more breweries had that i think that it, we'd be in a better place 100%. so much respect for that dude um, continue to support the movement. So you're going to diversify your stuff and you're going to continue to support it. So how do you do that? I guess Dominion City is a great example of that. Do you want to talk about what they're doing with Ren? Ren talked about it last episode. Ren talked about it. Dominion's been doing this, so it's so Dominion, interesting. Yeah, like, Dominion is like Ottawa, a leader. If anyone's listening as a brewer and you just want to see how to do everything in terms of yeah. corp corporate social responsibility look to at start, Dominion and then just do whatever the look fuck at they Dominion do. and just copy them because they are like the, <laughs> the perfect, perfect blueprint of like what to do. But like, and and I know it because I've spoken to Josh, who's the own one of the owners. I think he's a primary owner. Is he the primary is... owner? I'm pretty sure. I, I couldn't speak okay. to that 100%, but I think he is. Yeah. Whether he's a primary owner or just one of the owners, I've spoken to him, and I know that it is coming from an authentic place where he, he cares. wants like, to, like, he fucking cares. cares. Yeah. 
But what they do, for example, one of the things that they had last year was that they partnered with Ren, who is the Cana- leading Canadian um, diversity and inclusion specialist yes. and uh, Niagara College to help fund brewer programs to ensure that people of color could get into brewing. Because, of course, we know when they get into brewing, there's a potential for them to actually create an economic wealth that allows them to build a brewery of their own, which is what we need. That's how the industry is going to grow. We can't just have the same people because we've tapped out on the same people. And we're never going to conquer macro if we don't get owners of color. We're hiring more people who are excited about craft beer and who are showcasing that so that we can grow as a a full industry. But Josh is so fantastic at that. And then with Ren, he's just giving more money. They're giving more money? They they gave her a seed fund to um, Oh, yes, to put together uh, the the DNI, basically a diversity and inclusion toolkit for breweries breweries. so she can sell to breweries they gave her the seed money i imagine as investors to allow her the the, she said she had most of this stuff mapped out now she has the funds to be able to put it all together she'll do these sort of diversity inclusion things and then she'll be able to take that further and do more things as time goes on so yeah to me the city have done some of the best they've been the leaders in canada that i've seen i haven't seen anybody else do that so i really like to dap them the whole team josh scott the head brewer Randy and Jesse. Oh, see, Andrew, that's why I wasn't everyone. sure if Scott was an owner or something. I think Scott's I mean, just a head brewer. Okay. I think he's an owner, but I'm not 100% sure. But I definitely know Josh is an mm-hmm. owner, if not the owner. But he might be. I think he had investors. Okay. We talked about him in our podcast. It was from three years ago. We so. talk about them all the time. We talk about them all the oh, time. But we interviewed them. We interviewed them. It was three them. years ago, yeah. and I, that's why I don't recall the details. So mm-hmm. um, that's how you continue to support the movement. We have a lot of people. Someone like Town Brewery, Jeff and Chriselle out in uh, uh, Whitby, Ontario. I love you guys a lot. Their beers are fucking exceptional and they are giving uh profits a lot to like you know the black lives matter toronto yep. chapters and different uh, i think is that is it called black health canada or something like so that so black health can is one i'm pointing a lot of people in the direction of who Someone reach out to me to oh, you um, to them? oh no sorry anyone who reach out oh, who reaches out to me okay. one of the lists that i'm giving them when I, in my list of like places to go i always include black health canada because this has really affected the mental health of black people there's already a thing in general where like black people are bullied for things they've been murdered in apartments and in hallways of their buildings just because people don't recognize mental illness and they go and kill them yeah that's the whole thing there's a poor lady who got thrown off the balcony mental illness issue there was a guy last year who was shot in the hallway and his neighbor was neighbor called and is like will probably be fucked for life because they were like oh i called to help police to help him and then they and then they killed him in the hallway what am i supposed to do now so it's terrible it's, uh, black health people. canada association or alliance is something so, that you know, giving some profits and stuff that's yeah. what town have been doing they've been Town's committing that. profits yeah. for that joining the black is beautiful uh, weathered souls um, so if anyone has joined black is beautiful keep that same energy like you did for all together yeah i know i don't know if they've announced it yet but we have some friends who are doing it in brisbane steve i'm, I'm I don't oh, cool. want to say it publicly just in case, but yeah. I'll, I'll hit you up, dude, because our good friends from L.A. are doing their version of it. They're doing some stuff in Brisbane. He hit me up the other day to ask me about Brisbane. I, t- I told him about you and good. a few people I know out there and stuff. So um, I think that's that's very, very cool. Um, you can keep sharing. Should we turn the lights? Or, or and, Oh, and you want to grab the bottles? I was going to turn on mine. Turn on that one. Yeah, turn on the real side. I think your one might be... It's 9 or something? 9-11. Okay. Should I turn this way? Yeah, see. Let's yeah. So we got the lights out here, guys. Look at this. Look it's going to be this. so interesting for the people. I'm like, what the hell is going on what in this is, fucking bathroom? Yeah, people are going to be tripping out. Oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, All right. it's good, right? Shit. All right. Um, oh, grab the, the blue label one, the okay. IPA. Uh, so 
that is important what the fuck was i saying sorry guys i forgot we're saying um how to support yeah keep sharing stuff like with me that's what i've been trying to do from bos to share stuff share resources share what juneteenth is which is today what it's about you know uh juneteenth actually we mentioned earlier we talked briefly what it is so the emancipation proclamation freed the slaves which was uh lincoln's thing and that happened basically texas at the time in galveston texas is where what juneteenth is about it was um the most remote slave colony in the states at the time so what happened is they uh the the slave masters wanted one more harvest season so they didn't tell the slaves that they were free so then someone the uh whatever someone came up by boat and shit back then and they were like yo everyone's free and uh that's the date that it happened june 19th 18 oh, fuck, i want to say it was 1865 but it was about two and a half years after the slaves were actually free the enslaved people so that's why i want to make sure enslaved people not slaves it's a different thing so you know just continuing to get people talking about it to get people talking about social justice promote the the protests you know peaceful protests which is what everyone's trying to do and how to be safe and and do that type of thing it's you know really really important bruce it says isn't texas wonderful <laughs> bruce i don't know how you do it mate shouts to bruce he's a, a proud canadian living out there in dallas texas i uh, hope you're staying safe my dude um bruce is here babe bruce tiff's come and say g'day mate um so basically any way that you can continue to just amplify the movement and talk about what's happening i think that's really key thank you so much um i think that's that's the move first we will have to find a way to have a drink in person somehow yeah some way he's going to escape america soon enough he said always you're the best always he's the we man. need to find a way whether it be in niagara whether it be it's actually funny because we were supposed to go to dallas and austin and um san antonio and san antonio in april before we were COVID with hit. the tourism office and uh, the COVID came and kind of shut down that uh, that game. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, by the way, next beer is Nickelbrook's Brett's Double IPA. Is it coming up there? Come on. You might have to tap before. it. You might have to tap it. Tap it, come on, tap Sometimes it. it does well, but... There you go. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's cool label. This is 9%. This is really not my jam. It's too much. 9.9? <laughs> it's okay. The food's coming soon. Yeah. But yeah, we supported a black owned business on Uber Eats. We have to make our way over to. I actually want to go to Dallas. You got to go. I went to the airport. I went to Dallas for 24 hours. I went to the hours. airport. That's about it. You went for 24 hours. But, um. Bruce says, hey, Tiff. And we will make it happen. We will. We will. Happen. I'm very confident. Sorry, I'm very there. confident it's that we you. will. Um. Yeah, Brett, it was funky. It's actually not too bad. I like it. It's just too boozy for me. I just can't do the booze. I'm such a lightweight fuck. Love the booze. Live for the booze. There you go. I got some good comments here. Let's see. Changing people's ignorant preconceptions is difficult. Believe me. I live in northern Alberta right now. You have a lot of small town people that grow up in a bubble of whiteness mm. and just don't. Mm. You know what? Uh, shout out to Michael. Thanks for that comment, dude. I actually um, uh, know what you're talking about. I saw people. I know North Alberta is the the place in Canada that people... That's got to be the widest place in Canada, Yeah, right? people talk about them. a lot. Yeah. People don't understand it. 
Uh, it's the one they they're the other Quebec. They want to. And separate. I don't mean that in bad way. I mean it as in they like to... you don't have different perspectives. Yeah, so it makes sense a... because there's just not a lot of different perspectives yeah. there. And you get that tax, uh, that you know, lowest tax in the country right there. You know, yeah, just that Nevada it is shit. hard though, and it's like we have to just keep educating people and driving home the messaging. And that's why I think it's important. And I heard you say it to just keep sharing content at least. It's like don't let don't ever stop. Don't now. let this stuff stop fall by the anyways. wayside. You yes. know, don't let this be just a temporary thing. We have to just keep pushing the information pushing the content and holding people accountable as much as they as we can and eventually they'll get it yeah i 100% agree uh steve-o i have a texan at work who moved two years ago bearded white metalhead he regularly says america's awesome unless you're black that's true it's you true know what? America and that's is the one awesome. thing even like i it was like five or six years ago i was just thinking um I remember that i had like maybe it probably was around the sandra bland time or maybe before there's so many times yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, I'm like, why do black people even want to live in America? Yeah, if I like, was why? in America, it's such I a shame they were so brought quick. there, one, and then just like everything that they've gone to. And I'm like, will this country ever be for them? Whoa, what was that? Oh, relax. Okay, so the thing about being outdoors. Did you go? I think so. It was a fly. Oh, there's a beetle. <laughs> Guys, I'll be right back. Guys, I'll be right back. Okay, no, it's fine. Yeah. So this is what happens when you do things live, guys. You have bugs and you get attacked by people. Yeah, attacked. But my number one thing has always been like, who will survive in America, right? Because America is just not for those people. They're just not for. They're not for for black people. But I hope that with all of this that's going on now, and because so many people are tuned in in a way that they weren't before, which is like COVID nineteen has been so shit for so many reasons. But if everybody wasn't at home at the time where there was eight minutes and forty six seconds where someone's knee was on on someone's neck, and they they that person had the audacity to do that and know that they would be protected by the law, if everybody wasn't able to see that audacity like live and in person, we wouldn't be where we are today do you know what i heard about that that's a really good point i was reading something the other day and they were like well i know it is but i was reading this dude uh, did a blog and he said that if he if george floyd was shot the impact isn't the same it wouldn't have been the same because how many black men have been shot or black yeah, people yeah. in the states have been shot um shut up sorry baby you're, uh, to have the he's to right have, because it was blatant you, you yeah. your life was strangled out of this man yeah was, and we and you can watch slowly. it like i personally couldn't that. watch it like no, i couldn't disgusting. even deal it's one of the most, with it's, a quarter so of a clip of it i can't even deal the photos i can't deal and watch it because i can't watch um my people be lynched but yeah if it wasn't for covid and for all of us to have the ability and he's right if it was a shooting it would have been one thing but to actually watch this need for eight minutes and 46 seconds to watch that live and to watch it be so casual as if like you were casually waiting in line for the grocery store like that i think is what where people were like oh fuck it was there's yeah, a problem because it was so like blatant and it wasn't just like boom bang done yeah and it was like a fraction of a second and a life is taken it took eight minutes and 46 seconds if you haven't seen dave Chappelle's uh special about to say comedy special it's not comedy it's a sermon check that out please it's on netflix yeah on netflix it's on netflix is a joke on youtube it's free. It's, mm-hmm. it's free um so that was that bruce saying we have a lot of space need to stay with us bruce i'm down oh we might hold you to that bruce don't forget that you don't said forget. that, I like that. The, lake, the lake property though bro when you're back when you're back oh, yeah here, how do we man. get to that lakefront yeah. that lakefront there <laughs> oh michael saying uh oh it's a continuation of his last one uh he said and oh, just grew up in a bubble of white oh nice whiteness and just don't 
sorry, because we didn't get that. I don't comprehend the issues at hand. I grew up in a diverse neighborhood in London, Ontario, so I do what I can to change minds. Good work, man. I appreciate you. I've got friends in London. We've toured out there a couple of times for my music stuff. Uh, London seems pretty diverse, actually, and, and pretty chill. So I can only imagine how difficult it must be going from a, a you know, diverse town to uh, you know, northern Alberta, where everybody's sort of more right wing, a bit more conservative, you know, trying to get that fracking money. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Bruce is saying, I lived in Alberta 91 oh. to 93, Calgary, and then Edmonton. Good luck, Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> it is hard. hard. Okay. Although I think more people are listening now. I really hope so, dude. I hope so. I really For hope real. so. Michael knows. This is great, man. Good conversation here. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, it took me a long time to watch that video. It made me sad, then angry. The cop showed no care. Hands in his pants. And yeah. Three cops beside him not do anything. Yeah, and just so casually. The lakefront is open too. It's bigger than Texas. Okay, sick. Good to know. So the lakefront I'm down for. And then that video, that video was just the proof that Disgusting. everybody needed. Because you have to believe that the system will be on your side in order to do that so casually filmed. Yeah. So what that made everybody do, so like I'm devastated that we had to lose lives in such a crazy succession one, but in general, and I'm already sad for the lives that we will lose because it's going to continue, but you have to be, you have to rely on such a corrupt system to, to make you believe that that would have been okay to do that in broad daylight with somebody recording you. Yeah. So that just shows how messed up the system is. And, the, and all the other cops were scared of him. Do you want someone But the said, cops, it's like you didn't, you did not have to do that. Like that cop standing, all the cops standing there, you'd have been pussies. like, bro, pussies. bro, we are on, there's a girl right there recording. Like and here's somebody else recording. Him, they're like, bro, they're yelling, you need to get off. Like this could get really bad. And no, you did it because you felt the system would be on your side. I always wonder. And the if it system was... was on his side because they were trying to give him manslaughter, like he accidentally hit somebody with a car. Yeah. When he committed murder, and I because actually it, think it's premeditated you, murder yes, because, because he knows them. The because he knew him exactly. Mm, he knew him, yeah. And he stayed on there, and he was yelling for help. And as soon as someone's yelling for help, say, "I can't breathe," and you stay on that. That's premeditated. Yeah, I can't you breathe. Can I get water? If they start asking you for their mother, to leave yeah. your knee on his neck. And he asked for his mom. He's dead. Mom. You're like a 40 something year old man asking for your mom. You have to, to be in the That's worst the place. Part. And yeah, whether she passed or not, like when you get to that point that you're asking for your mom, then you know that I'm like all the way, like I'm a, a child <sighs> now. I feel completely helpless. I'm begging for my mom's help. You it's know? disgusting. So to do that just shows that the system is fucked and needs to be evil completely overhauled. And yeah, fuck. It's just, it's, it's over. And that's why people had it, man. And you know what? And like uh, Michael's saying here, that's very true about George Floyd. The pandemic is also a blessing in disguise as there were, there are so many people that have more free time right now to engage exactly. in process and fight for these issues because exactly. they're fucked too, man. Exactly. There's a bit of a perfect storm here where all of these things lined up to yeah. make it so that attention was available in a way that it's normally not. Like when we talk about, even just as a social media agency, you're fighting for attention, right? Because... We're just trying to get in the, in the algorithm with everybody else and do all this stuff. But then what happened, which is why we're busier as an agency, is that everyone, there was no nine to five attention. Now you're like really at home on your laptop. 
So to have this thing where something huge happened and actually stopped the world and the world was available to watch. Mm. Where that could have happened and you would have seen it at 11 a.m. while you're in the middle of something and then maybe you didn't watch it because all this stuff happened and everybody did that. But now everybody was available to share it and be like, oh my gosh, guys, did you fucking see what this crazy thing that happened was? Yeah. COVID led the way for that to even occur. So it's definitely a perfect storm in, in that way. It was interesting. Slight conspiracy is going to sprinkle this in. You know, do you guys remember that fucking psycho dude who shot up the movie theater during the yeah yeah yeah, yeah with the colored hair yeah and do you remember how his mug shot looked different to the actual picture of the dude that they saw like I the don't mug shot sounds a conspiracy thing was his fate the mug shot was different to the other shot that they had of him so they didn't think it was the same person correct well as in like they were saying that it was a uh, setup because they didn't get arrested the same person they said it's the same thing with his name is Derek Chauvin who's the piece yeah. of fucking trash who killed George Floyd different face on the on the mugshot compared to the picture of the cop interesting um, so i haven't noticed that slight thing bruce is saying the problem started in the bush era after all of the wars they gave the police departments the retired military equipment ah. right? and then original equipment they hired ex-military who are taught, taught to, to kill. kill and their legal protections and union security is fucking bullshit interesting, interesting. so that's a, that's the wow she's like right. why do you need that equipment why was it that nurses one couldn't get tested that's the whole thing like i have friends who couldn't get tested at nurses but why do you have nurses that couldn't get tested and were wearing garbage bags but as soon as there's a protest against injustice somebody looks like fucking robocop fucking a transformer and do you know why i saw someone today how is that that doesn't make any sense why did the nurse why weren't the nurses as protected as a police officer stopping a like nurses are preventing a global pandemic and treating a global pandemic and then you have cops who are harassing peaceful protesters yeah. and they have full military gear and what do the protesters have t-shirts and signs t-shirts yeah I yeah. saw this uh, I shared it on my stories today uh, at CWFOR on Instagram check it seriously like don't worry about following me but to check the story this girl was giving a it was about a three minute speech yeah uh, to some sort of hearing and there were cops like behind her and she said a couple things that were very very like moving one was She's like, we come out here in t-shirts with fucking cardboard signs and you come out here with riot shields and bulletproof vests. Like, what are you protecting yourself from? Paper cuts? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the first thing. That's and fair. Then, that's true. And the second thing she said that I lo- I tweeted this. She was like, like, it's not blue lives. It's a blue fucking shirt. Blue lives don't matter because it's not a thing. Blue shirt is a job. It's yeah. a choice. Yeah, yeah. Black lives is not a fucking a choice. choice. Yeah. And they're trying to equate a job with an ethnicity or a race and that is yeah, fucking bullshit that's and that's the that's the that's where they get you man that's what the yeah. fucking that's babylon thing where they try well to this is all the there. things they get you with all the stuff the all lives matter that's all getting that you with it trash. they haven't talked about beer in a whole in a while Fuck it. we're totally dave Chappelle now guys right. if you have not watched dave Chappelle's 846 846 special please do this is amazing because it's something so special and it's hard and it's like say for us we want to talk about beer we are drinking beer so hey we're guys we're not totally as as letting you down right but it's like how is it possible to ignore the conversation that's happening and I understand the want and need for distraction but I think it's inappropriate and irresponsible to not address what's happening because there is going to be a shift and you need to be on the right side of that shift you want to be on the right side of history left behind in the dust and everybody it seems like who follows us understands from wherever they're living from whatever walks of life they understand that there's a shift here and it's a shift that should have happened a long time ago but here we are and we need to be on the right side 
big facts. Um, my brother and I have a podcast called Bad Habits. We record that every Monday. Mm-hmm. The last few episodes, all we've talked about is this. We're supposed to talk about hip hop. We barely <laughs> talk about rap music. We're on our beer podcast. We barely talk about yeah. beer. It's just... And we'd this be is wrong what as platforms to not talk about that. We have so. to talk about it. And I want to really just shout all y'all out for just continuing to, you know, in, engage in this debate or this conversation with us. No, it's not a debate at all. It's a conversation. I appreciate y'all, everybody, with all the... Even if it's like opposite opinions, I appreciate y'all just for talking about it. Yeah. Uh, Bruce is saying the entire training needs to change. Set their requirements Oh, the requirements higher. without question. Um, and they claim that they need it for crowd, all the gear for crowd oh, control, gear. but it, that doesn't control crowds. It incites crowds to yes, be more aggressive. Because then it's like if you're coming to a place and you see all these people equipped for war, is what that's it, what I said. antagonizes you. Yes, yeah. So that that's two sides to it. There's that exactly. So you're a protester. You come in here. You're just being like, just no justice, no peace. Yeah. And then there's fucking these guys that look like they're about to like literally coming from Iraq yeah. or something. Yeah. Then secondly, think about this. I was saying on my other podcast with my brother. Imagine you're um, a cop and you're getting dressed in the changing room with your other people yeah. and you're putting on that fucking blue shirt and you're putting on your bulletproof yeah. vest and then you're strapping on the fucking war helmet that has the visor. The war helmet, And then yeah. you're putting on you the riot shield and yeah. you're getting your fucking AK-47 and your big heavy bat. Like, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's fucking go, let's beat some heads. How like, you not how can you not? Yeah. You're coming out there to beat heads. You're not coming out there to have a, a real conversation yeah. with... Uh, is there another comment? Bruce is leaving, so oh, I just sorry. want to say bye. I need to walk the dogs now. It's below 95. I'll check back when we get back. How many of the seven beers? We are five of the seven. Five. There's two more, but Too we're, many uh, already. Bruce, you know that I already had to do the cocktail. The cocktail earlier. So think about that and where I am right now, Bruce. Okay? No, you do well. You know I'm well. actually doing pretty well, but we're going to have to sign off soon because our, our Uber Eats is going to yeah, come here. It's actually on, it's on the way. I oh, yay. It's on the way. So we're, um, for anyone restaurant? who doesn't know, if you order on Uber Eats, you get black-owned. Uh, if you order black from a black-owned business on Uber Eats, you get free delivery. Yeah, it's free pretty good and uh, there's also a Father's Day deal and there's a Father's Day deal going off. on uh, uh, you know what I'm but saying? we all don't have children but we're doing it anyway. but you know what I mean? we're up for you know we're up for the pop dukes yeah, yeah. Um, so then the next point of this was listen Bye, and research Bruce walk the dogs Bruce enjoy the dog you're always appreciated man so I really much. want to meet you so much man. Yeah. I appreciate you always um, listen and research if you're a brewery listen to what people are saying exactly like Steve was just showing right here he didn't know so he's shutting up and he's listening and that's what you need to do if you don't know listen and then do your own research and then talk to people who might know more yeah. about the situation definitely do that because that's really what's going to help you grow it's going to help your business grow it's going yeah. to want to help the the actual craft beer industry grow and this doesn't this is not like even location specific this is anywhere I think that's really important. Another thing we said is to black business owners and creators, be set up and be ready to receive the new business. Like Tiff was saying earlier, we had a, we're actually in the middle of a campaign for a, uh, a client right now. And uh, we're trying to purchase items for a gift for influencers, for an influencer campaign for black owned businesses. Nada. Oh, we finally got one, but he made the candles specifically. Right. but Because everybody sold out. Everyone sold which out. Which is great. So all the black owned businesses are getting so much traction right now because of all this. It Even me, I'm just like on lists. I'm getting followers now. People Tip is being put on mad lists. She just did that thing with liquor at liquor, which got yeah. 220 or 240K on Instagram. Um, it's a beautiful thing because they're showcasing different people. I've seen Crowns of Hops are everywhere, Wren's everywhere. On She's Forbes, they're over killing booked. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Crowns of Hops are on Forbes like twice in the last week. Yeah. It's a fucking siren. Gosh. But like, you know, black businesses are getting love right now and I think it's a wonderful thing. So if you are a black business, be ready, be prepared, and you know, maybe and my other even thing was, proactively was reach to, out to breweries. Proactively reach out, but my other thing with black businesses, what I was talking about here is like, see, I like what Weathered Souls is doing. 
Like these are the times because all of us are so disappointed in so many brands. It's pretty bad. So it's like a warning for other breweries, but also like a, some some advice to black-owned and brown-owned breweries. So many of us are disappointed with how breweries responded in this time where we needed their help because we've given them our money. We've donated to them. We've done it. Sorry, not donated. We've spent with them. We've gone to their events. We've done all these things. We felt that we were for them and they were for us. But then when the time came for something that really was really real, they weren't there for us. So we're forced to look elsewhere. So I'm just saying, if I was a black owned brewery, I'd be using this time to market the F out of myself and I would be proactively targeting people. And that's like through hashtags and through conversations, just looking through comments, all that stuff, just making sure you could draw people to the attention because they're kind of lost right now in a way. Like I have to cut off businesses and brands. I've cut off people that I follow. There's so many things that I've had to do now because I'm like, oh, if you're not for me with life and life. We went to the SAQ today to purchase wine and they actually had some Ontario wine. And we were like, hey, yeah. there's this one, there's this one, there's this one. Tiff's like, they didn't support me, I can't. Yeah, I, can't I was like, oh, it. they didn't support me, I can't buy now. I'm like, fuck, it actually sucks because I really like these businesses and now I actually cannot purchase but from them. You have because to if you stand, don't think my life point? matters, yeah. I'm not going to support you. I will not give you my $25 for your bottle at all. <laughs> overpriced bottle of wine. Sorry. No, it's not overpriced. It's well, good wine. Overpricing. Oh, because Quebec has extra tax. Yeah, yeah, Quebec yeah. has extra tax. It's not the winery. But do you know what I mean? It's it's. I'm not going to give you because you don't care about me. You don't care about my life in the end. But then I do feel good about breweries like, Rosewood, which are, it's like, wineries. I know I give you my money, wineries <laughs> like Rosewood, but breweries like Dominion City, yeah. where I give to you, it just makes me want to give more. Yeah. So it's only in everybody's benefit. I forgot to give them shouts before about how they can continue to support. They did the same thing as town. They're giving money to Black Lives Matter organizations. Like Rosewood are going over and above and one of the very few people in the wine world who are doing that. So They'd be like one of ten. Yeah, I want to send a big, big, big shout to them, Will and Ryan and yeah. the team. Like, you guys are fucking... Really because they care. So it does, and it does come from really? an authentic place. That's the only thing. When you have the lights, you got all the bugs now. Yo, they're that's also hilarious. attractive. Look at that. Are they on the inside? I'm on the inside. Piss me off. Piss me off. So they nice. might try to fly onto the inside. Okay. Anyways, guys. So we we're actually going to do another thing, but now we have food coming, so we'll do the game next time. Oh, we yeah. Have a we're fun supposed game. to do a, be a beer game. We wanted to, basically, what we've been doing. We should a, try um, to make the episode about it and invite people to participate in the game we have to work it out like how you could do it virtually because mm. people are doing like craft beer trivia for example so there probably is a way to kind of make it in that way it wouldn't have to be a podcast it'd be something else we just I wonder do if we a could live do session. something or maybe do a live session but i'm like i wonder if a podcast if we could devote 20 minutes and like a forum pops up oh, and you have to name be, like 10 in the and it'd be like the um thank you it'd be like the um the one that uh, Beer Wax. Beer Wax did. Yeah, yeah. Trivia. Basically yeah. like a trivia. It would be cool to do something like that. Michael is saying here, show your support for what is morally right and the right people will support your businesses. If you lose some customers because supporting human rights for all, then you don't need those customers. Perfectly and said. My man, exactly. Perfectly said. Exactly. That's it. And that's what it that's comes it. down to. If you're not, if you can't get behind and put your business, you know, forward and be like, you know what? We stand for human rights. We for want life. This is not political. It's not political. It's not political. So it's not like this is not I Republican, Democrat, exactly. liberal, conservative. It's not. What the fuck kind of bug is that? Get away. Oh, I'm horrified. <laughs> I need to go inside now. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, we're making nice points and then man. Sorry, Michael, you are so, so right. If you are concerned and you don't want to because you're afraid of how your people react, you don't need those people. You shouldn't no, you want don't. those people around. No. So. And that's and it has it come as it 
a piece for a brewery, exactly. Like, you really have to be... Fuck. Oh, okay, this is really bad. I didn't realize it was like this So, happening. guys, we're probably not going to do this outside too often because the bugs come and attack you, which is fair. The lights are bright, and they're down for this. So Yeah, they're everywhere. So, so when yeah. we turn them off, I have to let them sit for a bit. So, you guys get to off. enjoy our one and only live outside. Yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe we the could bug do it attack, With the bug attack. We're already, like, an hour and 24 in. It's not even that yeah. bad. So, um, look, yeah, that's exactly it. Support if you're a brewery, just listen, man. Like, look, this is about human rights, and we've seen people say that they're not interested in other, you know, in talk about politics. This is could not be politics. Yeah, politics. that's really why I don't like that response. Like, what's this? When did human rights end up being politics? Exactly. Politics is how you're going to vote on civil rights and stuff exactly. Like that. It's not this, conservative. This is or like liberal. human it's, beings not being murdered in the is streets. Is everyone cool There's to no not be murdered? Can that. you go out in the yeah. streets and is it you know, can a cop just do that to you? Yeah. No, do you know what I saw? Someone was like, "Oh, name any other job. We imagine if you're a McDonald's and you murdered your person who ordered a Happy Meal. <laughs> Would yeah. you better keep your job yeah. or go on administrative leave? Yeah, exactly." No, exactly it's not. It's just silly. Steve-O, later legends, live, learn, drink, good beer, mate. Oh my gosh, that's a big one. That was a big one. All right, All right guys, so we're going to head inside now. Are you ready to do your outro? I'm intrigued at what that bug looked like. Yeah, that's... Listen, Michael, they I'm going to tell like, you um, what. I need to leave. <laughs> I'm from Australia. This shit is soft. See, he's nor it's normal for him, but it's not normal for me. And but I don't know gross. what don't the fuck that the was. the bugs to be on all that shit. We have all our equipment out here. Yeah, I just don't yeah. want him to I don't know what that was. So I think we've learned. Maybe we'll just... with wings. But what was the big guy? That was like, like a whole other guy. Like, look that. Look, it's like an ant with Like, that guy I saw, but there was a bigger guy who's heavier. It was probably just like a beetle. The lights were just attracting people. Yeah, so, we're this just is becoming out, yeah. like freaking uh, jungle war thing out here. Jumanji. So, Jumanji type <laughs> deal. So, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. So, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell. Ding. So, you know where the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. And fucking, uh, what do I say after that? And uh, make sure you get the audio. We are on every major platform. Um, Apple Podcasts, fucking Spotify, Spotify Google Podcasts, no, Stitcher. Oh, Stitcher, that's um, Whatever the fuck yeah, else. All so the things. Give us a rating and review if you can. Uh, Michael is saying, no problem. Keep up the great thank work, guys. Thank you so guys. much, Enjoy Michael. Your meal. Appreciate you, It was you, very nice man. having you in here, Steve. Everybody yeah, man. Nice thank you. You, Bruce, you guys, everybody. this was really, really positive. So I want to literally, Michael, Steve, Bruce, everyone's commenting. Bassam, thank you so much. This was really, really positive. I really yeah. appreciate y'all input. This was really great. Guys, tune in every week. We go live at 8 p.m. on Fridays. Until further notice. Until further notice. Pretty much probably for the rest of the summer. I can't see things probably, changing yeah. that crazy. Yeah. Um, we're going to have guests. We're going to sometimes just be to Tiff and I, but we're going to keep doing it. So appreciate y'all. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Get in ya. Get it in ya.